Okay. Um, no, we're we're away again. We're away. Okay, so joining us today is Ryan Mullen. Ryan, how's it going? Ryan, oh, <laughs> come on, fucking Ryan. Well, Yeah, you yeah. might want to <laughs> add a few more kegs to your frame as well. Um, um okay. <coughs> that's not, I'm not kidding that, it's staying. <laughs> um, today on the show is Hayden McCormick, the New Zealander. Um, he races for One Pro overseas. He's been at the Com Games all over the show, really. So, um, welcome to the show, Hayden. Yeah, cheers, boys. It's like, um, Deja vu. We're back. We're back again for round two. Um, oh, what are you up to at the moment? Where are you coming from? Um, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the UK at the moment. Um, obviously, it's a British team, so um, doing a Criterium series here. And um, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. It's like uh, two laps of the Criterium course, um, team time trial, and then um, obviously followed by a, by a trip tonight. So. Should be um, pretty fired up the race actually because I've been um, crook for a week. So um, went home and sit, moved house, and uh, good to go again. Yeah, that's good. Um, you say you went home. Where's home for you at the moment? Um, yeah, the base is in Girona, but home sort of on a Ryan airplane somewhere <laughs> at the moment. It feels like, but uh, yeah, the base is base is in Girona. Um, and we just got to just moved house, like I said. Um, so I'm still with. Ryan Mullen and um, Annette Edmondson's moved in, which is cool to have a check around the house and just a bit of banter. Um, so yeah, good vibes. Adds another dynamic, I guess. You say you'd spend most of your time <coughs> on an airplane. What's why is that? What's the how much travel are you doing these days? Um, yeah, so last year um, I stayed in Girona till December fifteen. Which uh, saves a lot for the place because normally, like in the past, I'm like, right, after Worlds, I'm on the first flight home, pretty correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was having a good time just training, training for my mates. Um, also, I wanted to have a bit of winter for a change. Um, sounds a bit stupid, but I've had like six summers in a row, so yeah. just wanted to um, bring out bring out the old rain jacket. And um, yeah, so I stayed there late, um, flew home um, December 15. Um, then it was pretty pretty rushed. Like I wanted to do um, well at nationals, obviously for comp game selection and stuff like that. So yeah, had went home Christmas, New Year's birthday, uh, nationals, cycle classic, gravel and tire, two weeks at home, flew, flew to Europe, um, two days two days at home, unpacked, repacked. Um, then we went to it's pretty sweet actually. Went to the Aston Martin um, headquarters oh, yeah. where we had like the team launch. Um, Saw some sweet cars, yeah. then had three weeks in Croatia, another two days in um, Girona, then went to Italy for a week, um, and then, yeah, two days at home, then back to New Zealand. Um, like I was saying before, like, first time first time ever flying business class, we all G'd up for it, um, <laughs> just because I had enough points, <laughs> and um, had a bit of a head cold when I hopped on the flight, and then um, got, to, got to Dubai, like, full on on fever like the worst flight of my life like couldn't sleep freezing cold just sore throat everything um, got home Easter holidays took like six hours to go from Auckland to Tiamatu instead of <laughs> hour and a half um, and then 
yeah, I was in bed for a week, like, full-on diarrhea, everything, <laughs> sore throat, um, lost, four, lost four kilos. Yeah, link. Um, and then, yeah, I, I like, rang the bike and Z doctor, and I was like, dude, this is, this is really bad. And he's like, yeah, you, like, you don't have to race. And I was like, no, he's like, I've just flown over here, I'm definitely racing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just sort of did, did what I could before, um, yeah, then, then come up games. Um, yeah, speaking about Com Games, like, how was that whole experience? Because had you been before, and like, what was the whole scenario like? Um, yeah, it was my first, my first Commonwealth Games. Um, so I went went over a week before. Um, obviously post sickness, and yeah, had a week there to train and just just embrace the village. Really, it was cool. It was nice to. Oh, it was refreshing to be with different athletes instead of um, just going to a hotel full of cyclists that are uh, doing, that you see week in and week out. So yeah. it was nice to um, talk to some different athletes and hear their stories and um, sort of see the difference in, in trainings and uh, how they get ready for a race and stuff like that and make some new mates, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the week the week before sort of felt like it goes pretty slow when you see everyone else um, competing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, race day race day was pretty sweet though. I had my parents there which was was which was really nice. because um, 'cause I've never been to Europe and uh obviously only watched the nationals so um yeah, it was pretty amazing to have them there and um it was also good because they couldn't get in the village and annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was literally like just sort of after the race. Um yeah, and then the race obviously we had uh, in the end it was our race to lose. Um we had numbers and sort of got it a bit wrong, um, but as yeah, for experience and stuff, it was it was an amazing race, and I was pretty pretty proud of the way I went actually after being being sick and stuff. So yeah, you yeah, guys look like you were ripping out there. Yeah, we're we're a big fan of the TAB odds. I think I think you were paying like forty one dollars, and I think um, old mate from Nelson, what's his name? Christy. Yeah, Christy was paying like one hundred and twenty six bucks or something. So we put a dollar on him, but. Yeah, to no end, really. Cheers for the support, boys. Yeah, Com Games is a bit of a hard one um, because obviously you don't have, um, it's not like a word to a race or something, so you don't have so much control and there's obviously nations that are a lot stronger than than others, so it was kind of like there was England, Aussie, New Zealand, um, like Luke Rowe and stuff from Wales as well. and then obviously a few there's always a few dark horses um, Not so yeah it was an interesting race um, I guess tactically wise um, and yeah like I said we got it a bit wrong but uh, yeah <laughs> that's um, that's cycling yeah, it's yeah. not like that's, that's the thing uh, I guess the public doesn't understand it's not like rugby when it's 50-50 if you win or lose it's like 1 in 200 kind of thing so yeah uh, there's a lot more factors into it. Well, if it's any consolation, you guys look definitely the strongest out there in the field. It's such a bit of bad luck. Yeah, we enjoyed watching it, that was for sure. Yeah. <coughs> um, you'd mentioned about riding for Aston Martin, or One Pro, and they ride Aston Martin stalk bikes and go into the Aston Martin um, shop, I guess. Have you driven one yet, is the real question. Say yes, but I don't know. <laughs> no, I haven't. We actually had a um, the DS. I'm pretty good mates with um, the DS, which is which is nice as well. And he said, um, 
back in Yorkshire, if you guys won two stages, you can you can have one in Girona. <laughs> and uh, we didn't win, we didn't win two stages. <laughs> Dang it! But, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I remember watching like the Bond films as everyone does, and thinking, yeah, like, yeah. The car, the car just sounds so good. So yeah, uh, yeah life dream is to, to own an Aston. So I guess I'm in the right team. To yeah, get like maybe, cost price. Maybe one day get one. <laughs> yeah, get cost price. Um, so like. As a youngin, when you're coming up, like, what was your your trip to the top like? I guess how like for young people listening, what should they do to get to where you are, or what can they do to try and get to the top? Um, yeah, I was pretty naive. Like, I just used to watch the Tour de France and think like, boom, going to do that, like, hundred percent, going like cycling's my life kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's yeah, there's no sort of straight line to the top. Um, especially coming from New Zealand, um, obviously been on the other side of the world and been been pretty isolated. There's no there's no road program, and obviously in this sport, as you guys know, it's um, it's a lot about money. So yeah, um, yeah, it was hard. Like I I went to Belgium pretty young um, as part of the track team. Actually, we raced there three months before Junior Worlds in Russia, and um, got some good results. And went back again um, eventually. Um, just leaning more towards the road because that's that's sort of where my heart was. Um, when really, like, I guess the easier options to, to stay in the track team and have that, that support network. Um, mm. So I went to Belgium, raced there, um, had no money, obviously, um, but I had a dream. And then, yeah, had some good results. And then um, Lotto Bellaso, as it was called back then, um, wanted to have a meeting and I uh, went to this little dungy pub mm-hmm. he sat down with me and put like this race program in front of me and I like didn't even look at it I was just like dude where do I sign you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know what these races are yeah. um, and yeah looking back they were it was like the best program but I just just didn't know and then first year of those guys I actually had a pretty good time the first year like had some good results and I guess when you're younger um, there's not as much pressure because you've always got those those years in front of you but as um, every year goes by, it's sort of like a bit, bit more pressure to, to get results. I had a really good first year. Um, looking back, but at the time, I was like, man, like, haven't, haven't won heaps. Like, just want to just wanna go pro sort of thing. Like, I, was, I guess I was in a bit too much of a rush to, to get to the top yeah. instead of just um, enjoying the journey, I guess. Um, then second year was just disaster. <laughs> like, um, wasn't happy. Wasn't happy in Belgium. Um, sort of, was like quite alone um and yeah like in a way sort of got a bit down and self-sabotaged myself a bit I guess like was training full gas or like never missed the training um like never missed the training doesn't yeah. matter what um but then I get to a race and sort of be like oh, I hate this hate this like well you know I just felt like a bit of an alien and, mm. and I guess I'd race hard but just my heart wasn't there yeah. Um, and I remember thinking I come back that year and we did um, I ended up doing Southland and I was just thinking man this is like such a good time with my boys and this is what it's like for the Euros week in and week out they go home Yeah. and really like flying to Invercargill is like them flying to Russia it takes just as long so yeah, I remember yeah. sort of being like envious of them you know I was like man you can go home like see your family they do everything you don't have to worry about money cooking go yeah. to the supermarket yeah. Um, so yeah definitely it's hard um, coming from New Zealand and I guess that's that's why not a lot of people uh, do it but um, yeah I guess like if, if I could give advice to anyone is just to look at it as a journey and 
and just enjoy it and do your best. And um, like I was saying to you guys before, I moved house this week and went into this house. Like the lady's like, yeah, fully furnished. You know, get in there. There's not one one spoon to be seen. <laughs> and um, just been just spent so much money like sorting this place out and doing like Wi-Fi, gas, power, water, and um, just had this sudden realization. Like felt like a bit of an arsehole asking for my parents for so much when I was younger because um, yeah the bills come in and um, yeah when you want a new bike every week it's you sort of learn like be grateful for your parents and say thank you because yeah. like without them without them you've got you've got no chance so yeah just just appreciate everything and um, yeah look at it as a journey I think I'd say because yeah obviously in this sport you don't win that much so yeah just just enjoy the times you do and yeah, have have fun the rest of it. Like be a human. Don't just get laughing. I feel like I was in a cycling bubble for a lot of years, and yeah, I was just so obsessed with making it that I forgot to live life. And you always ride best when you're happy. So just um, yeah, have good friends and yeah, lean on them. Yeah, pretty good advice. Uh, like so, we've heard from heard about where you've come from. Like, what's the plan for the rest of your season in Europe? When will you come back to New Zealand? And what races are you guys planning to do? And that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's pretty hectic at the moment. Where, like I said, we're in the UK, then we have two one days in Belgium, which should be right up my alley. Actually, close to where I used to live too, which would be cool. So, oh, hopefully, um, catch up some mates, know the roads, and then uh, I've got two days at home, um, then to Poland for a stage race, and then um, yeah, like <laughs> most cliche thing, but the year's going so fast. So yeah, um, yeah. Before you, before you know it, it'll be. Um, Britain and stuff like that yeah um and yeah hopefully the team can um can step up because we've got like a really really strong group of guys and if we can um get another good sponsor or if another sponsor steps up then um be awesome to be back um racing racing the big dogs week in and week out that's the other hard thing um like when you when you do do a good race um sort of becomes more pressure on that race because yeah it's become an important race now and the other guys that turn up have been doing this week in and week out and it's kind of like a catch-22 so um if we can get back to, to where we were i think um this team will this team will go a long way so mm. also a bit of extra motivation like next year um uh the Vuelta Espana starting in Yorkshire oh, yeah. so if we can um if we can get to that that'd be um pretty pretty amazing yeah what's it like um having another Kiwi in your team because a lot of like guys racing overseas end up like being the only Kiwi on their team but you've got James Oram so that must make it a little bit easier oh it's terrible I hate that it's good it's good man um yeah obviously he lives in Drona too as well as uh the rest of the Kiwi mafia I think there's like 15 15 guys there maybe more and um George is there as well but no it's good like um yeah we we normally do similar race program and um yeah, nice just to have just have banter with him. I normally room with the little little Latvian sprinter um, and teach him terrible English, which is uh, <laughs> sweet. But um, yeah, that's no, definitely nice to have another Kiwi with me and and um, yeah, talk about my mind and stuff. Um, all right, well that's good that that you've got another Kiwi and stuff. I think yeah, this kind of part of the episode we end up doing a bit of a quick fire round, so. Um, like we explained to you before because this is the second time doing it um, it's just a few questions that kind of like get the ball rolling and get 
get us like let us know. Quick fire because I know all the questions. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we might flick them to you in a different need order though. Need so. to throw a few curveballs in there. Yeah, some spicy yeah. ones in the mix. Um. So right. we'll start. Um. Ryan or Georgia. Mm, I answered Ryan before, but I feel like it's like choosing between two kids. Like I, I love them both. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> justifiable. Um. Pepsi or Coke. Um, what's your favourite off the bike activity? Uh, going to the beach. Yeah. Um, favourite race you've done? Oh, um, probably Tour of Yorkshire actually. Like the crowds were just unbelievable. Like I'd say second to Bontil on the Tour de France. The crowds were absolutely mental. Like best fans out. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So probably oh. Tour of Yorkshire. Oh, sick. They love their cycling up there. Yeah, in they, the, uh, they the Yorkshires. The Yorkshireans. Yorkshire grit. <laughs> um, favorite non-alcoholic drink. For, um, I don't know, man. Coffee, Honestly, surely. Missing the gin. <laughs> yeah. Coffee, yeah, coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, it's been it's been a good catch up for the second time. Yeah, the <laughs> deja vu yeah. catch up. Um, yeah. So no, it was nice to chat about everything going on, and we wish you luck for the rest of the season. Sweet, cheers, boys. And um, yeah, we'll get we'll get Ryan on for the the uh, Giro debrief and yeah. what it's like being um, eighty four kilos and getting around the eighty four. Actually, like harder harder course in the Tour de France, eh? Like climbing wise. Yeah, it was what, crazy. So um, what was yeah, stage? We'll, we'll have a debrief with him. Yeah, stage nineteen was like four thousand meters of climbing or something crazy. Yeah, like the stage. Um, just for cyclists out there to have a power meter. The stage for M1, uh, Ryan finished 45 minutes down. Um, yeah. Obviously, remembering that there's descents when you're not, not really pedaling. Yeah. His average, not normalised, his average was 300 watts. Holy <laughs> shit. For, for over, I think, it, I think the stage was like, for him, like six and a half hours. Oh. So, if you if, yeah, if you can get your head around it not being normalised, he was sort of riding around at like 350 watts for six and a half hours on stage. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> After like all those K's in the just, legs, just to finish in um, the Grupetto. So yeah. yeah, it shows you um, how hard it is. Oh well, you heard it here. This is part one of part two to follow. Yeah, with Ryan Mullen hopefully on the Giro debrief along with Hayden McCormick. Oh, it's been great. We'll catch you later. Sorry, cheers, fellas. Cheers. Bye.